Welcome to Ridge Ridge Outdoors Podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk everything from hunting, camping, tips and tactics to help our fellow hunters find success. This podcast is brought to you by Victory Archery, the Carbon Arrow Experts. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another uh, episode of Rich Ridge Outdoors Podcast. Today, me and John, we got one of our buddies in. Uh, John's known him longer than I have. I've only known him for a few years. Um, he's here to talk about hunting Camp Pendleton. His name's Kevin. Kevin? Hey, guys, uh, this is Kevin Chambers, uh, retired senior chief, was in the Navy for 26 years. Uh, and my last tours of duty were here in California, so I had the privilege to hunt on... Uh, I guess you could almost call it like a hunt club on Camp Pendleton. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, we have a huge uh, base of listeners that are military, active, retired, and so forth. They, from what I've gotten out of it, they don't really understand what it's like or how to hunt Camp Pendleton. And before we started recording, you had said you'd been hunting it since 2002? Yes. So you got quite the experience on it, right? Yes, and th- things have changed since 2002. Has it? Yeah. The um, uh, Well, you got to, first of all, I was here for, for when, when 9-11 happened. Right. And before 9-11, the public, it was open to the public to hunt. 9-11 came, obviously, security reasons, they shut down uh, access to the general public. Right. So military, active duty, retired, and their children or spouse can hunt but they had to hunt they have to hunt with that military member yes for the most part um i guess if you have an adult child you know they could they could hunt so like you solo say your boy if he was 18 he could right off and do it on his own right. because of you so the tags are only available to that oh, certain really? group of people and prior to 9 11 a guy like me that never served could have applied for a tag right you could apply through the tag um through the fishing game just like uh, they have other military hunts yeah. throughout California and the United States, but some of the other ones in California, Fort Hunter Liggett, right. very popular with the military and the civilian. Have you ever hunted there? I have. It's pretty nice. Is it? Yeah. What When you're up there, what are you, what are you chasing? Um, well, the nice thing about uh, Hunter Liggett, you've got elk, deer, all the small game, turkey, pigs. Oh, really? They've got, they've got quite a good hunting uh, um program going on really yeah and you do you go up there yearly or you don't you know I, I haven't gone up there because i do all my hunting right here at camp pendleton I, I get what i need right here no no shit yeah damn see i've always read about that like you go on the internet and you 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 know anyone that like gets into hunting first thing they always i want to shoot a pig right yeah the first thing you do you get online and you you look it up you always pull up that base right it's always known for pig hunting you it know? is but i i never understood like you know, is the population of pig there? Is it is it up? I mean, is it, is it a low population? You know, low density, or is it just like, hey man, get a tag and go for it, get your yeah. feet wet? Hunter, Hunter Liggett is 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 a very good destination for the pig hunting. Is it? Yeah, be very good to go there. Oh shit! So you recommend it? I do for sure, dude. I okay. I heard <laughs> that there's pigs on Pendleton. No, nothing, none. That's absolutely false. Out of 19 years of hunting, I've never once seen a pig. You ever seen sign? No sign. Nothing. Nothing. If they're there, they're in places that we can't go. Right. Which there are places on Camp Pendleton that you cannot hunt impact areas. Obviously, you blow up. Right. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> and if the pigs want to go there, that's cool. Yeah, good reason. <laughs> good reason not All right, to go. So if somebody you know, gets stationed here or 
they're just new to Camp Pendleton or even, I guess, military bases in general. Um, what did, what's the first thing that they, ha- they have to do when they, you know, they want to go hunting. So what do they got to do? What's, okay, where do so, we start? So basically your steps to hunt on base is obviously you have to have a California uh, hunter education or actually at hunter education from somewhere in the United States. Right. So you have to have passed that. And they do offer the courses there on base. So, you know, that's, that's a step they can actually do there. Um, then also you're going to have to get your California hunting license. Right. You're going to have to get a Camp Pendleton hunting permit. Does which that cost is, money? It's pretty inexpensive. It's about 20 bucks for a whole year. Okay. And that, that doesn't change for retired or active? No, it's all the same same fee for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then um, then once the, uh, the tag allocation comes out, which is um, for most of the state is in June, right? June yes. 2nd yeah. normally every year. Um, they don't actually do it at that point in time because they're probably still collecting some data. Right. And they'll come out... Um, Usually a couple months later, like basically after the draw is done for the state. Right. And then they'll say, hey, this is how many tags we're going to allow, which is usually about 200, 250. Right. And then it's it's first come, first serve. To pick them up. To pick base. them up on the base. Okay. So tell me this. <clears throat> for guys that uh, put in for the draw, then they grab an AO tag or D16, whatever, you know. Right. They want it, and then they decide, hey, I want to hunt Camp Pendleton. They listen to this podcast. Yes. And they're like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Do they have to bring a tag in to exchange? Because if you got two tags already, say you got an AO and a D16, right? Right. And they're Southern California guys. Right. And then they want to hunt Pendleton. How does that work? Can you exchange a tag? Okay. One thing you can do, if you want to hunt with your AO tag, you can hunt on base with the AO tag. Oh, you can? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, then you you know, you know just hunt, obviously, it's going to be archery only, but it's also uh, either sex on base. With an AO tag? Yeah. I feel like, man, we need to go uh, pre nine eleven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know what? You know, I, I, we've talked about that I kind don't know. of thing. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I just feel like that's a uh, that's super cool. That that uh, that allows quite a bit of opportunity for guys. It, it does, and gals. It really does. That's now, awesome. there's there's one thing that that is going to be a little bit different. Is it's one deer. Right. Okay. So, like, so you can't use two tags you can't on use base. Two tags. One deer. Are the seasons the same, or the the season pretty much runs the same as D sixteen, with some exceptions, because you can only hunt on weekends and holidays. So you can you, Monday through Friday. You can't. Is that no? That never changes. That's just because, and and sometimes it can be canceled because Ouch. of training. Right. Because you are hunting on an active training right. base. So there could be a time, and literally, this happened to me. Uh, they put me out in the field. I'm hunting, and all of a sudden, for some reason, I just looked looked up because I thought I heard something, and a whole group of runners were running down the dirt road. What do you mean runners? Like uh, runners? Like they, they were training? They're training. They, they weren't training. It was actually oh. like an event. Oh, okay. They had oh. like a five k. Oh, nice. All right. That's that was cool. out in the training areas. Oh, that's badass. And here I am hunting. Hi. And the wardens are like. You know, yeah. they're, they're driving around going, you know, get out, you know, of, get yeah. out of here, get out of was here. Was it a mistake? Yeah, it was a mistake. Oh, so man. they have to go through it. And that's part of part of the things that could happen on there. Right. So range control controls all the training areas. Right. The 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 hunting program guys, um, the game wardens, they're all federal game wardens. They have to work really close with those guys and make sure everything's good. Right. Um, before they actually announce where you get to hunt. We uh, me and Patrick, we were actually working with the, one of the SCH members. Um, he was helping us. He, he works on base currently. Okay. And he's a, I think he's retired. I can't exactly remember what he did, but anyways, he was working on base and he had got us in contact with 
one of the wardens on Pendleton, and we were trying to get a podcast recorded yeah. to kind of, you know, just kind of go over what we're going over now. But right. it, it fell through because their hours, like talking, because they have like a media manager and a base. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it's dude, it was, it'd be pretty tough to get. It on. was super tough. He said, "No, we'll get you on." He said, "Absolutely," yeah. but he's like, "We can only give you like forty-five minutes." Yeah. And it was like, "Ah, oh, man!" By the time we sign up and say hi, think what's done, you know? Right. Uh, but maybe one day we'll pursue that again because you know, obviously, talking to a warden on Pendleton that'd be awesome. You know, see what's going on right there. Yeah, it would be. And they, like I said, they've got a really good program. Those those guys. They run aerial counts. I think it's every other year. Um, they collect all the data. All the biological data is collected. Uh, they collect, you know, the teeth. Right. Because you have to check in. You, they do weights. They do antler points. Right. Um, you know, they check the weights. Of, you know, obviously, if, if it's a doe, right. they're going to take all the biological data from the does as well. So they, they've got a really good program going as far as um, the health of the herd. And they actually change the amount of tags every couple of years just to make sure that they're right. they're keeping the herd healthy dude there, there's some big deer on pendleton big deer you don't even want to know Bro, how big <laughs> i'm telling you right now listen so there was a member on sch i don't know if he's an activist he ended up moving i think he went like northern california he was yeah. a marine he was a welder for the marine corps and yeah. then he got shipped back east and i stayed in contact with them and i was like this was five years ago i think and i was telling dude i want to come out like because he said he could get me on i just couldn't hunt i could help him Right, hunter you know, helper. Yeah, hunter helper, and I'd go go out glass for him with him or whatever. Anyways, uh, dude was out there with his dad and his brother, and he smoked a monster four by four. Oh yeah, I still have the picture on my phone. Like, the, uh, huge. Good story. My my son's first year, um, two years ago, first year, uh, we got uh, we got drawn on base for a special area hunt, which is uh, they usually only hunt it maybe three times a year. And they, they reserve it for the youth hunt because right. it's a it's a it's a non explosive impact zone. So in other words, like just where regular bullets go to, not artillery or anything. So there's no chance of any unexploded ordnance. But since it's used all the time, nobody ever even goes in there, even during you know regular you know off season, not not hunting season, but just regular time. Right. Because no, because you know there's inbound projectiles, so not not many humans go back in there. So it's kind of like a little sanctuary for the deer. So they, they open it up for the, the youth. So I I took my son. We got drawn for that that tag. Of course, I can't hunt it, but he can. And uh, have never been in there. So we kind of wait for sunrise to kind of get a lay of the land, hike up a hill, get on a ridge, start glassing. And I asked my son, I said, do you want any deer? Or do you want a big old buck? And at this point in time, you know, first time hunter, he says, Dad, I'll, I'll shoot any deer. Yeah. I was like, cool. I said, let's glass one up. 15 minutes later, two does come over the ridge. We uh, range them about 2.30. I said, do you want to shoot that deer? And he says, yeah. Yeah. So he went, went ahead, got in a good prone, smoked it, her doe. That's cool, man. Smoked her. I said, cool. So high fives, hugs. And I looked down into the canyon, and I just looked at my son. I said, dude. You're all don't look. <laughs> look at that. Look at that buck. Four by four, well past his ears, with a big heavy three by three following him, oh, just yeah. walking eighty five yards away from us. Ain't that awesome? And yeah, I've seen some big, big bucks there. It's awesome. Do they uh speaking about that, do they do they manage the herd in a way of, you know, what what's the like uh what's the minimum out there? Point as far as um, like you, antler pork points. and horn, yeah, it's 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 the California state law. Okay, yeah, that's so cool. four corner better. All right. Yeah. Do they manage? So this is this is something I've actually been wanting to ask 
quite for quite some time. Uh, do they manage the lions out there, or is it based off California? Here's the deal with the lions that I was told a couple years back. That's actually they um, they don't um, obviously they don't take any right um, because of the California laws, but they do have a very good tracking mm-hmm. system. And they actually, a lot of them are collared that are on base. Oh, really? They, they showed me at one point in time um, a map of one of the big males of how much they travel in a year because they, they got them collared yeah. to track them. And that cat literally went from the north end all the way to the south end and back in just a couple of months. Yeah. So that's like 60 miles. Yeah. Well, they, I want to say that I've heard that a, a home range of a big, big tom is like 100 square miles. I would believe it. I, I just don't know. You know, I, I mean, I feel like uh, I don't know what how, you know, I don't know what the gender of are the cats that we run into, but I feel like we run into them all the time. So, I mean, if they're 100 square miles, I just feel like, yeah, you know. Yeah, if they're there, uh, eventually uh, I will see one or I will see it eventually. <laughs> right. right. Seems, to, seems to find me all the time. But So here's a question. What's the estimated deer population out there on Camp Pendleton? Ooh, that's a good one. You know, they just did the population run, uh, I think, last year, and I, I don't remember the numbers. But I will say this. The last two years, the take has been pretty high. Um, like and I know success rate? Success rate has okay. been very good. That's good. And I know the, uh, like, not this past season, but the season before, the archery rate was really high was for it? some reason compared well, to, to the years, years well, that I've had I mean, there. you know, that that could be a counted or like attributed or true what's that word attributed 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 there you go thanks dude Dude, i have a bad vocabulary i'm sorry it's all good but dude uh that could be a you know attributed to tons of reasons but ultimately the leading factor is probably because the herd's doing well yeah exactly the herd's doing well good management um hunter hunter hours you know and you know archery hunters how you know how we are you get out there and you, you you hit this places that a lot of other folks aren't going to go. Right. You just that's just the nature of archery hunting. Right. Do so. you uh, do they let you get out prior to season and check it out on days that you you know what I mean? Do yeah. Yeah. Basically, scouting? what what they'll check you out for, and I think they recently said you can actually check out as a scout to just scout. Right. But normally, what what most of us do to go scout is we you know grab our rifles and go coyote hunting. Oh, they let you coyote hunt? Yeah, that's year round, year round coyote. Year-round. Uh, That's a good angle. That's year-round awesome. squirrels. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So just roll out there with your uh, your predator call and scout up some deer at the same time. Now tell me this. Um, for coyotes and squirrels, are they? Uh, is it family only? Still. Yeah, it's still Gosh, it. s- still maintained to uh, you know the active duty and the family members, the retired. Right. Uh, actually, DOD civilians. I think if you're a DOD civilian on base, you can hunt as well. So what if? What if my mother-in-law married a retired Marine? Does that mean I'm family and can I get on with him? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Technically, we're family. I'd have to ask. I mean, I'm family, (laughs) so I get a tag. Right, right. Old Frank. You just married into it. I did. I married into it. <laughs> it's man. all good. That I feel like that's you know family's family, right? There you go. I don't know. I'd like to ask the warden that. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Ask the warden. All right, let's back up to the licenses again. Do you sure. Have, so a lot of these people out here, obviously, they're non-residents. They're right. still going to have to get a California license, or can they just have a valid hunting license from their state? If you are in the military, 
active duty, you are considered a resident of the state you're in active duty, even though you may okay. be a resident of Nebraska. So you can have a resident license in Nebraska. You can have a California resident license in okay, California. Okay, so you get the resident. So. You okay, get the residence fee and everything. All right, okay. well, that's yeah. good. So that's good. So they, they would actually have to purchase. You couldn't come over from Wisconsin with a Wisconsin hunting license and say, oh, I got a tag from Wisconsin. Right, you do have to have your California hunting license. You okay. could say you're from, I mean, you're visiting from, say, Fort Lejeune. Or uh, what is it, Lejeune? Lejeune, yeah. Yeah, but you're not stationed at Pendleton, right? That, you could probably still hunt then. Well, you could you, you could probably, you could hunt it, yeah. but you're gonna have to um, still have to get your California hunting license, right? And at that point, do you have to prove that you're stationed here when you do that? That's a good question. That's a, I that, mean, that would I, be another question. I, for I know the, we're kind of going line. down. Yeah, that'd be another you know, question for we're for the state the, of California for that one. We're toeing the line. To be with, honest, that, you know, that's a state. A that's a state question. Well, because that like if you came in and you were on leave, right, and your brother, say your brother serving, and yeah. you come in, right, you're whatever you're, yeah. you're military, you come in, and if you bought a license, right, so you'd probably have to buy a non-resident license. I'm thinking yes. Because you're not yeah. a resident, you're not even stationed. Right. If, if you're if yeah. you're not, you're not in, even, if you're not in the military, you're not a you know um, dude's not a brother. Dude. No, I'm saying like if you were say you were stationed out in Fort Worth, Texas, right? right? Like you're you're in another base, and then you okay. fly in to visit. What I mean, think about it. If you got a career parent that's in the military, they could be at Pendleton, and you join the military right. at 18, you can be on the East Coast. Sure. So you come in to visit your parents, and it's hunting season. Like you would, and you're not a resident of California, and you're not stationed. You'd probably have to buy a non-resident license. The key key thing there was you said you left California on military orders to go to wherever. Oh, oh okay. You're yeah. still a California resident. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's tricky. It, it is tricky. So there again, that would be something that to be perfectly clear is talk to the, uh, the state. Yeah, we'll have to. Stand by. All right, guys. We had a, we had a, a sound issue in the water pipes in John's garage. So we're back to it. So state licensing, that's what we were talking about. Right. So essentially, to hunt Camp Pendleton, you need to be have uh, a hunter, a valid hunter safety. Uh, you get a resident California license and check with which department or the yeah. Where would you start? Yeah. Like, say if you were say What's if you were stationed called? in Camp Pendleton. If you're right? stationed in Camp you, Pendleton, just make it simple. You're stationed Camp Pendleton. Where do you go to start? You can go um, to the game warden right there on base. And that is that like well known? Like, hey, the game warden, you know, it's cross street from Pizza Hut. Like what you know what I mean? It's it's fairly easy to find. It's 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 kind of off the beaten path, yes, but okay. it's pretty easy to find. You and they, they do have the the sportsman's club, okay, which is part of um you know they work really close with the game warden. Do you do you recommend joining the sportsman's club to get your feet wet? That would be a great idea, if, especially if you're one new to hunting at all, or just new to the base and you right. want to hunt. They're they're okay. going to help you out. They help you out. Now is that staffed by active and? active duty and retired members yes is it like a non-profit or how's that work it's just for basically it's it's like a hunting club just so it's just a bunch of guys and, and gals getting together they're doing uh doing some volunteer work uh, doing some cleanup um and then also all the informational stuff that you're going to get from it okay i know that uh excuse me there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff that go on out base like uh uh those crazy long-range shooting matches they got going on there bill right. or Aeon from SCH uh, Outdoors. He he's a big time match shooter. Yeah, and uh, he goes out there and they blast like those crazy ranges out there. They have that, uh, you know, those, I don't know, thousand yard accuracy matches or whatever. Right. There's they, they just opened up a new um, range. 
I'm not sure if it's open to the public. Um, well, I asked him if I could go and watch, and he said, no, you have to join. Okay. He told me I'd have to go join and you know figure it all out because base access isn't as right. easy as people think. You know, no, you it's have... it's it's not as easy as it used to be, obviously. And even even with uh, you know somebody bringing bringing you on, there's only you know obviously there's some places that they can take you. Some mm-hmm. places they're just not going to be able to. I get base access through my work, but um, I think it's like if you go in, if you go on base Saturday or Sunday or anything outside of normal operating hours, it throws a red flag. You know, so could, that, you could. know, I don't I don't know how it all works, but either yeah. way. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not as easy as getting on as people think. Correct. You know, but as far as, as far as the game that's out there, I think it's probably a non-game species. I don't ever hear about people taking them, but I heard there's Buffalo out there. There are Buffalo and I've asked to hunt them since day one. And they said there is no hunting program for Buffalo. Are they, are they on birth control? So they there are grow? lots of Buffalo. Oh, there are. Yes. There's that. There are mo- most of the Buffalo that you'll see on base are on the Northern northeastern sector but this past couple years i've seen like a lone bull he came all the way from that herd all the way down south almost to oceanside he's looking for a breeder or he's just too old to do anything and he wants to be alone oh yeah he's big big burly buffalo and there's there's no hunting program on that no hunting program for the buffalo imagine if they fired that off Throw out they could make so much money. Oh yeah, the base <laughs> yeah, like special tag or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. much money. Just you know, even if there was like you know, hey, you're the, you're the king. You won this tag one tag a year. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What about? I mean, there, there's no talk about that. Like the warden doesn't say, oh, we've tossed it around or no, we've we've tossed it around as hunters, and of course, all the wardens say, eh, is there? They have a reasoning for that. Happen. Public, oh. um, the public would not uh, go. What? They would not like that. Well, I mean, do you have any his? Do you know any history on the buffalo, like how they got there? I don't know a whole lot about them, but I do know that they're pretty much one of the purest strains from, if I remember right, Yellowstone. Oh, really? They brought them over, and of course, since they haven't gone out, right? Nothing's come in since. They're one of the purest strains. Really? So, if they wanted to use them as like a breeding program, they, they probably could. I, I would think. I mean, how many? Do you have numbers on those? Do you? I don't. You don't. No, there's, there's there's a few. There's quite a bit. I've never seen them. I was up on the backside of Pendleton, up in Fallbrook. Okay, and um, I was up there for work, and I was like looking around. I'm like, man, I wish I had my glass here, you know. But then all of a sudden, at like noon, here comes this cobra, man. He started doing like mock scraping runs, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right, well, we're not gonna see nothing there. But it's crazy how big Pendleton is. It is. It's huge. When huge you, base. When you hunt Pendleton, do they allow? I mean, I know you said like certain unit or certain areas are allowed right. to be hunted, right? So. Is it how many hunters a day can hunt it? You know, like it's limited, obviously. Right. Okay. So it's limited to the training areas that are open. Let's just take, for example, um, one of the training areas that I go to, depending on the size of the training area that's open. So one of the training areas that I hunt a lot is it's only open to three hunters it's, at a time. It's fairly small, but at the same time, it, it covers a lot of ground. You have to wear orange. You do have to wear orange during any rifle hunt. Right. Any, any, I shouldn't say rifle hunt, any. Uh, hunt with a firearm i'll tell you what without a doubt after my experience in utah i'll wear orange every time yeah. and like a high unit oh yeah with that I'm, I'm a big proponent of it like dude look just wear it safety yeah, yeah. without I mean, a doubt it, it, it will help you out um i mean i've i've seen i've seen some people with the you know near misses oh yeah near, oh my gosh oh yeah that's oh yeah don't don't even go that way there's a hunter over right. there 
you know, there might be a deer over that way, but hey. Well, even like, man, it was crazy. A couple of years back, me and John, we were hunting, and uh, some dude smoked a forky, and I was right behind the right behind the forky. Didn't even know it was behind oh, me, wow. and it went down. John's like, he thought I got shot. Yeah. It's, cr- it's nuts. That's crazy. I, not, t- I mean, that was, you know, we were archery we were, hunting. Yeah, we were bow hunting. Um, just real quick, I looked up uh, the Camp Pendleton numbers as of October of last year. There's approximately 90 bison out there, and... The San Diego Zoo gifted them, 14 of them in 1973. Oh, okay. Ah, so it was a zoo. Okay. It was a zoo. Someone told me it was Yellowstone. See? Well, well not all that information. No, no, it may, it may still be that strain, but it the may. zoo gave them 14. Got it. They gave them 14, now they got 90? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Which tells, well, there's got to be some management done in there in between. I heard there have been some hit by cars, so they've been euthanized. Or a tank. Or a tank, or, you know. Smoke one with a tank. Hey, you know, if they're up there in the impact area, you know, step on the wrong thing and. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you could probably lose quite a bit. Yeah. No, no shit. They gave him fourteen. Yeah. Over what? What do you say? Nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy-three. They gave him fourteen. Fuck, fifty years ago. And they got ninety. They got him on birth control. They got to. They, they they got to. I don't think so. I just think just accidents and. Uh, disease or yeah well, i mean either way i mean one one tag i mean i'm not a biologist i don't know what a herd like that could take right but if collateral they, damage if they put out one tag a year for some young young lucky marine yeah, you, you know, know what i mean yeah. like whoo that would be very cool that'd be awesome it'd be cool if they had like some sort of like a banquet out there yeah to support the program and then they raffle off one tag a year that would be oh, so dude. cool but you could raise a lot of money by doing that you know that if yeah. you did a raffle if you did a banquet out there and charge 100 bucks a person or 50 bucks a person to come eat a dinner and have a guest speaker and rap. Yeah, you could totally. They could get a ton of sponsorship for that too. They'd get a lot of prizes to give right. away for free. Like that would that would be awesome. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, they yeah, that's pretty tight. That they should do that. Is that is they have a suggestion box? Drop a little note to the warden. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they want to take that on, but I'm just saying. It, well, I mean, as far as as far as Pendleton goes. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let, let's break it down one more time. So that yeah. way. We, you know, because there's a whole bunch of gibberish in between getting it to that point. So, basically, hunter safety, license, and uh, get with the sportsman's club. They'll point you in the right direction. Yep. And uh, whatever kind of hunting you want to do, rifle, archery, um, just... The AO tags that either sex. And the base yep. permit. And, and the, the base, base permit. permit. And you get that so, at the warden's office. Get that at the... Uh, well, nowadays, okay, so there is a change just, just this past year. They've they've moved everything to the Marine Corps Exchange. Where's that? That is uh, right right yeah right by the, across from the commissary main gate. Okay. Do you recommend that individuals that want to hunt Pendleton go out and squirrel hunt and coyote hunt just to get to absolutely? Because that's the only way you'd be able to get out there and be able to check out the units, correct? Right. Because my my first time there was literally I went to the warden station and said I wanted to hunt. They said okay, here's a map. Um, these units are open. Um, where do you want to go kind of thing? And this is, like I said, this is years ago. Things have changed a bit. But to, to learn the different units, I mean, some are extremely large. Some are extremely rugged. Um, and some are, are fairly easy to okay. kind of walk around. So, right. um, yeah, I would, I, would, I would suggest, you know, spend a couple, couple days out um, scouting by, you know, they let you go scouting nowadays. But, I mean, if you do want to still, you know, maybe carry your rifle or your bow or something, uh, go go coyote hunting. There's there's plenty of coyotes. Right. I see coyotes every single time I go there. Every time I drive through base for work or or just think about Pendleton and in, in itself, I feel like the uh, 
the uh, ecosystem so diverse. Like, I feel like you can get some, like, low-ranging desert-type stuff, and then you can get the high-peak stuff. Right. You know, oaks, all that kind of stuff. I j- I've never been on base to be able to see the units themselves, right? So that's, like, my big, uh, like, uh, draw to it. I want to go and see what the units look like, you know? So I would say make sure that you, if you're going to hunt Pendleton, make sure that you definitely take up on the coyote hunting and the squirrel hunting and get out and do your time. Do they let you put cameras out? That's a good question. I don't think they do. You're not sure? Because one of the things with cameras, and just like anything, um, you are in a training area for the military. Yeah, it could be sensitive right. area. Okay. Um, oh, okay. You could be yeah. so, snapping some classified information. I know, man. Just like they, they allow tree stands, but you have to take them down the same day. I was going to ask that. was my next question. They do allow they tree do stands. They do allow tree stands. You have to take them out the same day. So you, you put them up in the morning, hunt them, and then put them, bring them so down that night. tell me this. If you're going to hunt it and, you, and they're like, yeah, go to unit 14, or I don't know what they call them, but. And then you're like, okay, you take a tree. What's the time frame? They let you go out there at 2 in the morning? Um, normally, with uh, open up the doors at, I believe it's 4 o'clock in the morning for, for rifle hunting. Okay. So it's not it's not an easy task if you wanted to go hang a tree stand if you're only allowed to go Yeah, de- the depending on the year and depending on, you know, it, maybe if you've scouted it really good and, and you know exactly where you want to be at exactly the right time, right? you could possibly make it and get your tree stand up. But to be honest, there's, there's only a few places that, that that would actually work. Everything. I mean, I've I've scouted a lot of places, and I'm like, man, that might be okay for a tree stand. But then again, you can you got really good uh, chances. Ground blind, that's I was a gonna, whole other story. The ground blind aspect. Ground blind would be really good. They got a lot of water holes out there. There's there's Santa Margarita River runs through. Oh, okay. And there's a there's a section. Uh, it's called SMR one, SMR two, Santa Margarita River. Right. And basically, those areas are shotgun and archery. Oh, okay. And no it's rifle. all it's all open down in there. And that's where a lot of guys set up their, their ground blinds. Oh, yeah. And they figure out where the trails are going in back and forth to the water. And then, it, you know, it, it comes up into the hills and these little finger canyons that read down to, right. uh, down to the water. So they just find the intercept points and, and set up in their ground blinds. Do, is the, uh, like the chaparral and the sage, the sage, is it pretty thick out there? Well, you've got that coastal chaparral. Right. That's Pre- tough. It's pretty, stu- pretty um, tough stuff. I guess one of the good things you can say about the base burns every year somewhere. I feel like it burns almost, all the time. Almost everywhere there's a there's a burn. So the next year after that, you've got an open area that's got some nice fresh. So long as it rains, of course. Right. Nice fresh growth. I've always wondered if those burns are accidental, or if they're prescribed. Most of them are accidental because the things that the Marines play with catch everything on fire. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Their, their so fire their fire station stays busy. <laughs> what is involved when you have to bring a firearm onto base? Yeah. Okay, so um, the rules for that, that, uh, now, disclaimer, I don't work there. I'm a retired yeah. sailor, but I've been doing it a while. So disclaimer on all the things that I'm talking about. Some things might have changed, and, and this is one of the really big ones because things change a lot with firearms. So Yeah, please don't flame us. The, yeah. you know, we're, give, we're getting out the best information we have. Yeah, currently, um, from what I, what I know, if you're going to be on base – for a hunt, which would be a quote unquote a single day mm-hmm. um, stay, you're not staying overnight. If you have basically your hunting license and you have, you know, you know you've been drawn for that day, or you're just going to go there for, let's say, the coyote hunt or something, um, you need to have your firearm locked in a in a case when you're coming through the gate. Okay. And if you are questioned, I'm going to go hunt, and you know you're probably going to want to show your hunting license and things like that. Honestly, I've never been stopped like that. Right. But if you are, you're going to have to have everything pretty much. You got to be legit coming through, and then uh, you go to your hunting area. 
Um, once you're actually in your hunting area, you can take it out of your locked case, do your hunt before you leave the hunting area, put it back in your locked case and go check out. And then, uh, then, then you're good to go. Right now, if you're going to stay overnight, let's say you're, you're in, you're in town or you want to make it a, a weekend and you want to hunt squirrels and coyotes for two days and you want to camp right there on base. Um, you're going to have to go to provost marshal, which is the police, the military police, check it in, let them know where you're going to be at, et cetera. And then they will approve it. And they're going to take your, you know, take your information down. They're going to get your serial number. You're, they're going to basically, you're going to register your weapon on base. And then from there you can do an overnighter. Really? They let you camp on base too? They do. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That's a pretty cool program you guys got. Yeah. It, it's really nice. Yeah. That's awesome. What about, so this will probably be a burning question for a lot of guys. California's non-lead. Yes. On base. Is it lead? Non-lead. Non-lead on they, base, they, they have to go with the <laughs> California regulations. Uh, Man, these boys are, I mean. We all know what they're, yeah. It is what it is. For for hunting, yes. It's the same as everywhere else in California. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Even though it's a federal reserve. Right. It's considered a federal reserve. They're federal game wardens. They still have to abide by a lot of the California rules and like, regulations. I feel like old DT needs to uh, have a little word with Gavin Newsom. <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, that's cool. What about, okay, is there, we've been talking about big game. What about upland game? Upland, yes. Um, they have a really good uh, dove hunt on there. Do they? The dove hunt is, is some year, obviously, just like any time. The dove hunt can be really good, right? And sometimes it's not so good, but uh, they do have a couple spots that are that are pretty good for the dove hunt. You'll, you'll limit out, right? It might take you a little bit longer than Yuma. Yuma, you know, you're you're done in an hour, um, depending on how good you shoot. But uh, over there, it might take you, you know, till noon or maybe right. a full day hunt. Are those are out. the units that you're allowed to dove hunt? Are they the same units for big game? Yes, but uh, usually what's usually during the dove hunt, obviously archery's going on at the same time. Right. So they kind of split it up a little mm-hmm. bit just so cuz cuz we know that the the dove hunt doesn't last as long as the archery season. Right. So they kind of um kind of cater to the to the dove hunters for the first yeah. weekend. Um and then then kind of, you know, it's a lot more sharing right. after that. What about <clears throat> are you allowed to run dogs? Can yes. you run your dogs out there? You can have dogs to hunt uh, small game. Uh, what about uh you, what about waterfowl? They do have a waterfowl program. This is quite good. It's a good pro- good program. They do, and because you got to think, you know, you get you get uh, on Pendleton, you get service members from all over the country, right. right? So, do they have anything for dog training on base? Like, they have any open fields where you can just run your dog? You know, because it, I can't be the only one that thinks like that. I'm I'm sure that you can take your you can take your dog out hunting small game anytime. So, you know, even you know if you're just out walking, like I've seen a lot of times, you know. People just out there walking their dogs in the on the on the in the training areas, right? And it, it's it's fine. Um, as far as the tra- actual training, let's say you want to bring some pigeons or something right, like that, right. I don't know about that, right? Yeah, I definitely have to talk to the warden about talk that. Talk to the warden. When in doubt, just talk to the warden. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. I think Pendleton's got a good program going on. I I I'm to be honest with you, I'm jealous. <laughs> I feel like it's totally different than what we got going on out here. Yeah. If it if it wasn't for that, um, I mean, I I've hunted. I've hunted the county. I've hunted in Riverside County. I've hunted uh, San Diego County. I got my first year ever in San Diego County. Right. And uh, things have changed so much. Matter of fact, I took my son to the same place I got my first deer uh, during his first year of hunting. And that's down in Pine Valley. I don't know if you guys are familiar with hunting Pine Valley. I know about it. Okay. It's it. 
I mean, it used to be really nice. Mm-hmm. We literally saw zero deer it's in insane. two days. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And, and like I said, that's where I got my first deer back a long time ago. San Diego's tough, man. It is. It, it's I, I say it's one of the toughest hunts in the country, you know, for deer. Absolutely. You know, it's just ridiculously tough. It, it, the curve, to learn the curve. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, to get out there and uh, and actually but you do? find yeah. a little you spot. You learn the curve. It's like, it's one of them things. It's like once you learn the curve and you figure it out, you, you know, places that you think deer are don't hold deer, and the places you wouldn't think deer are, they're there. there you they know are. what I mean? It's like yeah. it's just one of those things. So to allow, and that's like one of the reasons why I wanted to get this podcast out because yeah. you know there's there's service members that live in San Diego and they go, there ain't no deer here. Right. But they don't know that in their back door they could go and hunt Pendleton, which has a great game management plan. Right? Exactly. And, and I run into it all the time. Um, you know, when I was active, especially, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd you know, have young, young sailors and young Marines that, that we were working with. And, you know, I'd talk about hunting. They're like, where do you hunt at? And I was like, right here, Camp yeah. Pendleton. It blows my mind. And, and there, you'd be surprised how many people that are, you know, diehard hunters and, and, you know, they're, they get a little depressed because yeah. they, don't, they don't get to do they the thing to, that yes. they love. And then all of a sudden I find out, Hey, I can actually go bow hunting yeah. this year right here on Camp Pendleton. Yeah. It's I'm, awesome. And put it this way. Imagine if you're 18, 19 years old, you know, you grew up bow hunting with your old man yeah. and then you go, you know, go do something that's more than yourself. Right. And you serve and, and then you're all depressed on base and it's October and you're like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I'd be in my tree stand right now. Yeah. If I was at home, you know, it depresses them out. And to, is there a big mentorship on base? You know, um, you know that there is as far as in the military sp- specifically. Right. Um, but um, the the hunting world, you know, is, is a little bit smaller. So, you know, we, we try to always, you know, bring somebody along with us. Right. And try to mentor them. Um, but, but not everybody, you know, gets that chance. Right. Unfortunately. Well, absolutely. It's just a matter of getting out, like as far as getting the word out. You know? Yeah. But then it, it goes into the, uh, the whole, the whole, uh, realm of, I mean, Pendleton's big, it but is. how big is it? You know, like, could yeah. it, could it really handle 4,000 people that want to hunt? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the things too, is, um, as far as the big game, I mean, the deer hunt is like they're the big right. hunt. Um, they, they limit the tags. Like I said, they do really good management. So you're talking about 200 to 250 tags every year. Right. And last year, I will say this, um, they changed kind of the process to make it a lot more streamlined. And I want to say they sold out in like three days. Well, that and that's the rifle tag, though. That's, that's not that, the AO tag. That's the G10 tag, right. which is archery and rifle. Okay. So when, you're, when the archery season's on, you can use the AO. Or, or your actual G10 tag. Right. Is the in the G10 tag for rifles either sex as well? Correct. Okay, so you go out there and hunt with a G10 but tag. But you're still allowed one. One deer. One, correct. one deer. Correct. But, it, you know, you said there's 250 roughly of G10 tags. But right. if you have an AO tag, you can hunt still. Right. So, I mean, it's not unlimited, obviously. Right, but right. You're going to get a few more guys out there with, right. the, with the AO tag. Which is, that's awesome. That AO tag is, I, I'm glad they do that because that AO tag is... Uh, yeah, it's a great tag. It's to a have. good tag. It lets you hunt for three months. Yeah, yeah. it's one so. of the reasons why you can hunt for three months. Right, right. You know, almost four. Literally, it's almost four. Because if you get it, if you get the AO, you can hunt first part of September, mm-hmm. October. And it takes a break. A twenty two. If you weeks, grab an A twenty two, and then it's uh, back on. Yeah, you, dude, that AO tag. Yeah, with two tags in California, especially not on base, but or I guess even on base, you can still hunt for three months if you're. Right. But 
well, the seasons are different. You yeah. couldn't. You, you couldn't have three hunt. months to get it done. Basically, I should yeah. say it like that. And yeah. imagine this: if if you wanted to take that AO tag up north, where they start in July. Yeah, yeah. And that's not that oh, far tell, away. Tell me this: this is a question I have too, because I always. So my buddy lives across the street. He's a marine, and he said that his buddy smoked a big old rutted up buck, dude. The end of September, like that coastal rut happens quicker, like sooner than it does in our local mountains. Yeah, I've I've seen them. I've seen them chasing during archery season. Yeah, early. It. it I, it's, I think it's, it has it's really crazy. With, yeah, I, I think it has something to do with the coastal aspect. Yeah, elevation. Yeah, but the, I always see, and even on our forum, like you'll see dudes talking about base and mm-hmm. how, um, you know, they're chasing early. Yep. Like in the mountains, you can't. Even, you know, those are solo, and then yeah. you hear about base and on coast. It's like, it's like first part of October. You over by M- MCRD. Uh, Miramar, Miramar, yeah, dude. You, you hear about deer getting whacked on the one sixty three all the time, yeah. And those are bucks that are getting smoked jumping the freeway, yeah. right? They're chasing does, they're, they're trying to find does. So it's it's definitely yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, it is weird. And then down in D sixteen, you still at the end of December, you have bucks chasing does. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's oh, dude. I we've talked about this. I feel like, and this is the truth. I I think that San Diego ruts three times. I I think first cycle comes in. You know, they either get bred or not. They cycle out. They cycle so back cycle in. Cycle right back in. Yeah, and October, November-ish. We, mm, we've witnessed yeah. it down hunting San Diego County. De- uh, the end of October all the way to the end of December. Yeah, Bucks they're chasing. chasing does. They're chasing. So, yeah. I mean, they're on them, and so there's... I, we talked with Steve about it, and Steve had said... Remember, you it, were there for that conversation, too. Yeah. Steve had said... Steve Sprig, I love Sprig, SCH Outdoors. He's, he's a big forum member. He had said that he, he feels that they they rut out three times too. They cycle in, they get pregnant. They don't rut it or they don't cycle out, you know? And then the ones that don't, they continue to cycle until they get pregnant. Right. And then you know? we've reaffirmed what we're talking about too, because we've ran into uh little baby uh, fawns. Oh dude. In the middle of hunting season still. Still like, spots. Yeah. Or, wow. just, or barely spots are gone. And you're just like, what the hell? And it's so obviously small. it was a December deer. That so. got knocked up. I mean, I obviously we don't hunt in January, right? So we don't right. know if they're still chasing. I mean, I, I would I would imagine that they would be chasing the first part of January, probably not on a scale of of acknowledgement, right? Like it's not like you're going to see it on yeah. the side of the road. But I, I don't know. I just feel like these deer they rut quite a bit. You know, you probably for us in the mountains we don't start seeing it until October, right? Yeah, but right. That, End of October, right? And then for you, you're saying seeing in, them early, in, yeah. early in the archery season. So I don't, I don't know. It's all elevation based. I feel like. I mean, there's no real data on it. You know, everyone yeah. has their own theory on it and whatnot. It's like the full moon. Yeah. Like John John doesn't give a shit about a full moon. Like, ah, no, nah, they're still good. They're cows. They're gonna graze. It's like, dude. <laughs> we hauled that deer in 2018 that was on a doe on December 28th in a full moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you this. <laughs> I, I've, I've had good luck on full moons too. I, I've I've had really good luck on full moons. I, listen. And a lot of people say, oh yeah, you're never gonna get a deer on a full moon. I'm like. It's if you yeah, go read the data. I'll listen to you, but there's enough data. All it does is just change their patterns. Deer or cattle, they have to eat. They don't stop eating. You just have. They might just change the times they're eating, and they're going to eat longer at night into the morning, or you know they're going to be looking for a resting spot come morning, and they're going to get up, you know, one two o'clock, and, and eat again. Start the process again, dude. Yes. That's what happened. Uh, they're cattle. Year. They will not stop eating. Yeah. So that's what happened. Literally, it was a full moon, and we were down there at 2 o'clock. Yeah, we s- smoked that bad boy, and by the time we got her 
it was uh sun was going down when we got him all carved up and mm-hmm. packed up and we started the hike out and i remember the moon was it was it was full ass moon and yeah because we weren't using our headlamps hiking out to hike out we weren't using headlamps wow <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was a good time yeah i don't look too much to the moon either i, I just i just hunt yeah i don't blame you you know it, I, you only hunt x amount of time a year exactly right? so if you get the opportunity get Do out it. That, that's yeah. like what a lot of people you know oh. sometimes you just have to wait on them and it's they're gonna come out yeah you know once you know where your deer are or if there's deer in that area they will show up patience i don't like how people get frustrated i mean i've gotten frustrated numerous times right yeah. but i i just feel like the hunter i am today is because i've hunted san diego county that that's it it'll I mean, it'll it, learn you it you you <laughs> learn real quick and then you know that's why when I look at an out-of-state unit, yeah, you know, and they're like, oh, success odds are 30%. I'm like, man, we can get it done in a heartbeat. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I'm like, man, that's a great unit. Let's go. Let's go. Because here, what is it, 6%? I don't know, 6%? No, it used to be, uh, let's see. I think we're double digits. In 2014, it used to be, what, 2 or 4% or something like that. On an A22. On a, no, just in D16 period. Oh, just a general. Yeah, just the success rate. Now it's double digits. Yeah. Either way. What what's the success rate on Pendleton? Do you know? I'm not sure. The Got to be up success there. Rate. I know that they they did a big study last year, so it's probably probably posted on their site. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, I, know, I know they post like hunt hours. Right. Um, I don't remember if they break it down to each training area or not, but uh, um, they did come out with a like a hot spot map for this past year of where most of them were seen during the aerial survey, and of course, everybody that wanted to hunt those units. Right. I mean, some of those places are so hardcore right. that it's just I don't, I don't care good. who you are. You're probably not going to hunt that unit. Right. <laughs> the it, deer are there for a reason. Well, I, I like it. <laughs> I, I I think it's awesome. Yeah. You know? Well, look, man, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank we, you. You know, we got, a, we got, like I said earlier, you know, we got the listening base that um, is going to benefit from this podcast. I think it's awesome that we were able to get this information out. A disclaimer real quick, though. You know, you aren't a warden. So make sure when in doubt, you check with the warden. Um, this is all perceived or actually firsthand knowledge of yourself, right? So yep. uh, <clears throat> with that said, man, we, we appreciate it. John, you got anything else? Uh, no, not really. You good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Like, like Brandon said, you know, these experiences are Kevin's experiences. So, you know, this isn't necessarily the law, but just look it up. Yeah. Just, Look it up yourself. Is there a field Talk to book? People. Is there a book that you can get on base? They have um, actual um, hunting. Every year they post they post okay. their hunting regs for the year because little things change here right, and there. Right, right. So make sure you guys get uh, get the post or get the booklet or whatever they got going on. Make sure you read that thoroughly. You know, last thing you want to do is get, get in trouble out there and start ruining it for everybody else. So make sure you do your due diligence and, and uh, have fun hunting. Uh, with that said, guys, make sure if you guys have any questions for Kevin – Leave it for us. Instagram. Uh, our uh, email is r2routdoors at gmail.com. You can drop us an email. Uh, you can find me on SCH Outdoors. Stick Brandon. John is uh, JP Outdoors 1 on SCH. Um, yeah. No, it's, I'm just JP Outdoors on SCH, and I'm JP Outdoors on uh, Instagram, but obviously I'm doing R2R Outdoors now, so... So make sure you uh, reach out to and us. And I do look at the Instagram, so if you send a, a message or a question. Any I'll, of it. We'll get to it. I'll get it to the right individual for the right answer. Yeah. 
So make sure you guys uh, reach out to us with anything you have. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. Without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. All right, guys. It's another one. <laughs>